Go ahead. We're, we're glad you're here. I have a TikTok live going too because we want to promote you as much as possible. Oh, okay. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So we'll go ahead and get the podcast started here. We won't keep you very long. Um, I'm just glad we finally got to get together. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll done. go ahead and start, and then we'll just get moving. Okay. Where are you living now? Well, let's get it. I'm actually moving. we're on our way back to Bluefield. Oh, okay. Bluefield, okay. All right. Uh, you've been all over the place. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was in I was in Vegas for like three years. Uh, we we just came. I just came from Phoenix. I was on Phoenix for almost like three years. As with this music, man, it's, it's traveling with this music. It's, it's taking me everywhere. It's taking me places. I want to go across seas. Oh, really? That would be amazing. Yeah, I feel like London would be crazy with music. Like certain certain types of music. Like I feel like the music scene over there is like, I don't know. I just want to. I want to know what it what is what it's like. I need that experience. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I was telling the people, it's so funny. And I was telling my girls tonight, we were doing this podcast and it's kind of funny how you and I met. Do you remember no, how is. we met? I, um, I was, I think I was talking to my dad about that. Uh, you had a, your, one of your first classrooms with the classes that you were teaching right next to the diner that my, uh, the, the diner next to the church. Right. Yeah. That was, do you remember, um, I did have, I was having my classes there. The, the, the restaurant was there. Do you remember the time when, um, the, that naked streaker guy came? Do you remember that? Oh, oh I remember that. He was on top of the building across the street. Wow. Yeah. He uh, came, he came to the door. Like I was teaching my class and I know you had the restaurant next door and he came to the door and everybody's like, Ange, lock the door, lock the door. I'm like, why? And I looked over, and he was butt naked, head to toe. <laughs> wow, that is wow. That's crazy. I'm usually real good with the memory. That oh wow, I do not, I did not remember that. Yeah, That's one that you like, probably hey, trying to forget. Yeah, oh. I was like, hey, back up, man. What is you, what is you doing? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it was so bad. Then he ended up on top of the building. It was a big mess. Yep. Yeah, and I just remember you and your dad, and you were always on your skateboard. Y'all were so nice. It was that, that was way back when I first started all this crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like 14. I'm glad you right? I'm glad you What was that? It was like 2014, I think. It was a while back. Yeah. What was that? Almost yeah, six years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's back when I was I was skateboarding heavy. I was skating heavy. Yes, you were. I remember that. So tell us. So, so tell us just from the beginning. Like, where did it all start? Where did your passion for music and what did this? Where did it start? Um, just with, with music, it, it more or less started with just like with poetry. I just used to write a lot. Just used to used to write it down, write it down a lot, and then it got to the point where it's like you know during uh, lunch sessions, kids beating on the table, freestyling. But I was never the one to rap though. I didn't. I wasn't confident with myself yet. So it started to develop more and develop more to one to, to actually hop on instrumental tracks. And then like the most serious, I say the most serious point, well, one of the most serious points when I took my first battle, my first battle ever in, uh, in Rockford, Illinois, uh, I battled for the first time in front of 200 plus people, never rapped in front of anybody before. I was, 
I had to, I had a couple months to prepare, get, get all my stuff together. And that was like one of the breaking points, like that showed me like, okay, all right, you, you can do this. If this, this is the end goal you want to get right to perform in front of people, to entertain people. So if I can overcome stage fright, this is, this is, I got it. I got it. Cause the, the talent, as far as with, with the music that just came, it came naturally just when I hear a beat and just it, the first things that come to my head, usually just, I don't know, it just clicks. And when it came to, uh, when it comes to music was Vegas. Vegas is really what was like a make or break for me. That's when I started street performing. Okay. I was out there, we had just, yeah, I was, I was street performing. Me and uh, my brother, we moved out there. We were downtown Fremont Experience. I don't know if you've ever been, but we were downtown Fremont Experience. And there was this guy out there, he had a, uh, a mic, uh, playback speaker and he had a tip bucket in front of him I'm like hey I want to rap he's like okay tip the bucket and I tipped the bucket and I rapped and like just blew his mind away and that was like he was like you don't ever have to pay to rap on my mic again you can actually come out here with me every night and come do this and I'm like what he's like wow. yes you can you can you can come do this every night and I'm like I gave it some thought I was working a job I was doing some telemarketing and the first night I went out there and it was like asking myself, okay, if you really want to do this, these are these are hundreds of people going to walk past you that you don't know. They're not going to know you. They're going to judge you. They might think you suck. Are you ready for that? And I had to ask myself, hmm, you're right. If I really want to take my if I want to take my music seriously and be able to entertain people and entertain a large group of people, I need to be able to do this. I felt like it was a necessity, and that's what just and from there it was on. It was on. I, I was hooked. I was hooked. I quit my job. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not what? I'm not doing nothing but this. Yes. That that's awesome. I would be I feel like it would be so hard to be a street performer, to be out there and like you said, to just people who could be hateful, who could be me. They're not they're not paying to come see you versus like, okay, you're at a stadium, you're at a at a venue or whatever, and people are maybe coming paying to see you because they kinda know who you are and they want to hear right, you versus right. you're standing there and somebody who doesn't agree with what you do or maybe with what you're singing about can heckle you almost do you, have you been had you ever do you have had experience like that where you maybe were like heckled and like rattled your cage um rattled okay uh, a point okay the, the memory that pops in my head this guy is okay we're out there i'm street performing he's with his buddies you can tell you always know the face that uh, that another another musician gives you like yeah, okay, all right. He wrote all of that. He wrote it, and he challenged me. He like, I challenged, I got $100 in my pocket that says you cannot out-rap me. I must have looked. I looked him. I looked him up and down. I'm like, 100? I don't got 100, but I got 50. We can see what we can do. Because I was, I'm not going to lie, I was, like, slightly intimidated. Like, he's saying this. Like, he got something in the bag. Um, I got 50. I can afford to lose 50. Come on, why not? And I say that was like that. That's that really had me like, oh, okay. That was that was a, a moment I could think of right on top of my head. Yeah. How did that? How did it turn out? Did you did you get it? Oh, it went horrible for him. It went horrible for him. I, it made me mad. I should have bet the hundred dollars. <laughs> you didn't bet on yourself. But I didn't. I only bet fifty. I wasn't. I'm trusting myself, but I don't. I don't know. I was. I was more or less going off of his talent. And I had to remind myself the moment I start rapping, like, wait, 
this is home field advantage. Just I do this. Wait, yeah. <laughs> you, you walked up on me doing this. <laughs> right, exactly. One of our um, one of our TikTok listeners here on live had a good question. Who who is your influencer? Do you have like somebody who influenced you in this field or mentor? Um, early. I say like my teenagers through high school as far as like music to do to push for music was Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi and uh early Wiz Khalifa days, like Taylor Gang, like before his dreads, like Kid Cudi, uh of course Lil Wayne, through all the no ceilings mixtapes, but I would say like a more if if like of a big influence on me was was Kid Cudi. Yeah. Yeah. Um I had another question come through here. Do you get, do you, I guess like when you're talking about the, that guy stepping up and being all confident and made you kind of feel like he could, he could actually rap, you probably forgot because it sounds like you're one of those guys, you're so passionate about it that once you start, you probably almost black out, right? Like no, you, no. You get it, it would, where it nothing's would moments, going around you. Man, it would be moments where my, my big brother used to DJ. He would be the one that played all the instrumentals, and it would be points of time. Where I'm looking at him freestyling, but I'm like looking at him with my eyes, like, bro, do you hear this? Like, are like I'm not even here, or like I'm having an outer body experience. Like, do you hear this right now? Like, I'm going crazy, bro. Do you hear this? Like, and that's what my eyes would be telling. But I would, I couldn't. It would be a point where I wouldn't break character. I don't. You would ask me a question, I would keep rapping and ask you a question. That's awesome. And hoping you're recording it, right? <laughs> You, oh my goodness! I don't even want to mention how many priceless moments that were supposed to be recorded, or so that it's like I did like almost an album a night. I would be out there from anywhere seven, eight p.m. to about three, four o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh! Just rapping, freestyling over every anything. My slogan was, "I dare you to ask me to rap." I dare you to ask me. So I don't care what it is, put it on whatever. I'm going to find it, and you're going to love it because that's my job. So that's – see, that's crazy to me. That's – when you say you're going out there and thinking, all right, you're going to be going out there for several hours, and it's not, it's not canned. You know, it's not something you just have in your pocket. you got to right. come something off your top of your head, and you got to make it work, which is – to me, is mind-boggling. It, it makes me sweat a little bit just thinking about being in front of people and having to like be on my toes that much. With yeah, with oh, like lyrics. literally on your edges and be. But just like you would think, it's it's like they're giving you everything that you need to rap about. If you run out of words, there's people with logos on their shirts. There's 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 people have sneakers on. People you learn to use start using your surroundings. Like okay, well let's point out this person. Let's shine this person let's 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 point this out and just and that's how you would, would, would catch yourself if you ever felt yourself slipping because what i was what I, what I was trying to evolve with the whole street performing thing was everybody who was who was doing it they made it about the crowd which was okay which was fine they would they would bring people out they would uh rap about them ask them where they're from and rap about that and i wanted to i wanted to keep that involved but also, this is a to Z. I want you to stay, but you're, I'm the reason why you're standing here because you see somebody with a mic and a, and a speaker and there's a, there's a crowd of people around this. So I was I was more or less trying to 
sway people who are starting to do it to make it so shine, make yourself shine. Because once people aren't around you, it was points in time where there'd be hundreds of people around me rapping. And then there would be points where there was nobody around me. And I'm still, I'm still rapping because I would be considering that, okay, this is just me perfecting my craft. Just keep going. Just keep going. Somebody's going to walk up. Just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. That, that's amazing work ethic. That takes a lot of discipline and a lot of determination and persist and, and kind of in this it kind of parallels to my field persistence and patience you got to keep at it you got to keep at it and then you got to wait and then you got to wait and then you got to keep going so you can't care what anybody thinks either it sounds you can't like. you can't you can't or you'll or you'll quit or that alone will break you i've seen people excited and stayed for hours and i've seen people what what did, look at me with the nastiest face and, and keep it pushing why are they out what are you doing like yeah yeah, I can imagine that. That would be hard for me to take. I think I, 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 you have to have some tough skin, I believe. I think for anything, anybody that's going to go into performing though, and like that, I think that's huge. Like I didn't know that about you, obviously, but the, okay, this guy went out there, and he, with the sole intention, to get really good at his craft, and getting really good is the only way to get good at anything is to be is to, is to do reps. And it sounds like you did reps, but not only do you rep, do reps, you're doing reps in front of, like she said, people that aren't just in a venue where even if you're doing it for free, you could, you could maybe volunteer to do it in a venue where people right. that liked your music are coming or liked your style of music. But you're doing it where you got people that are country artist fans that just, you know, that are classical music fans that walking by you. Oh, I'm glad out. you said that. Every in Vegas, there's the rodeo. They used to have me shook. I didn't know what music to play. I didn't know what to do. The cowboys would be out there, and I'd be like, man, I don't know. <laughs> it would be so funny because my brother would laugh at me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do. It would be, I would eventually break it, and okay, I just got to stick with my guns. I got to stick with my guns. Oh, I can't. God. But yeah, it, it definitely they that no that that moment actually because they had me every year each and every time they would have me shook. <laughs> oh, that is so funny! I guarantee it. They'd have me shook just being just around. Shook, shook. Just then they're looking at you and it's like they got the boots, the big buckles, fat hats. I'm like, man, I don't think they're gonna like what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to do? To come up with a rap that would be relatable to the country, yes. to those you did. Yes, yes. I would. I would ask somebody their favorite song, and I would put on the instrument. And nine times oh. out of ten, I would know the song, so I would kind of stick to the chorus or the hook, what the song was about. But I just put my own little twist. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's great. That's very, very, very creative. Yeah, I mean, and I admire you too, though, because you you write your lyrics. You know what I'm saying? And you're you're not, you know, it. That's, it's hard to like, be able to write them, come up with them, and then put them to your craft. Right. Right, right. No, I'm, I'm especially proud of you guys. You've been, from when I see you on the, the, that day, and you stuck at it. You did not stop. You did not. Yeah. You kept hitting the weights. You kept at it. And yeah. every time, I was just showing my dad, I'm like, look, do you don't remember? He was like, I think so. He was looking. He's like, I think so. He was like, man, she's she's been at it. I'll talk about she's She's branding the whole thing. Look, I'm back. 
Yeah. Yeah. That that's what it's about. You've got to. You got to stick with it. You can't lose it. That's what I try to preach every to everybody. All these people that you, it's you got to keep going. You never can stop. When you reach a goal, you hit a new one. You reach a goal, you make right. a new one. You a goal, you make a new one. So I'm sure it's the same way with you in your uh, field as well. So what is your plan now? So you went from street performing to you've made a few um, singles and things like that. Where can they be found? Because people are asking me on my TikTok, where can your music be found? I know you're on SoundCloud, right? SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Pac-Man, PXC, MXN, you can from there and I will also um, I collab with a group called 28 Degrees and that's the most recent music that I've okay. uh, that well I wouldn't say most recent is that the most recent no that's more of like that's more of my passion I took some time with that music and I felt like I found the new sound with this new producer and this other guy that I was working with but it's uh 28 degrees it's all one word uh numbers 28 and then the letters degrees all one word on okay. uh, Sp Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, all of that, all streaming, all major streaming platforms. Okay, and you said it's it's P X C M X M. M X N Pac Man. All the A's is X's, so y'all can't get sued, you know. That I, know. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. exactly. Um, and that's like going back to what you, a minute ago when you were saying about that the the hard work and everything. I can't. I'm trying to remember the saying about. Everybody sees the overnight success. They don't see that it took 20 years to make that overnight success happen. Man, I'm telling you, delayed gratification. I just that's that's all I uh, that's all I look about. That's what I think about. Like, okay, because what I've well, what I've noticed with um, just growing with this music, it's all about timing. When dropping singles, you can have next year's music right now, but you would actually you would be feeling you could, you would just have to sit on it. And one of my favorite songs, one of my favorite artists, The Weeknd, this, he has a song um, from his album. He actually sat on that song for like three to five years. And it sw switched it two or three times. He, he, and he, he sat on a song for three to five years and then put it out with the, with the fuck, what is the name of this song? Uh, waste, was it Waste of Time? It, that, it was something like that. Is that soundtrack by The Weeknd? Yeah, no, I think Wasted Time's from a new, it was from the album Trilogy. Oh. But That's a long time. I, yeah, exactly. I would, I would struggle with that. I, I would struggle with sitting on anything for very long if I felt like it was good at all. I felt the same way, and then time went, and I look at my phone now and my discography, like my, the, the music that I have unreleased, runs a pair and I and I believe in each and every single one of the songs I'm just waiting for the right timing and to make sure I have the correct following right because I can right. put out the I can put out the best song and nobody will hear it. Oh, that would drive me crazy I feel like well that's funny that's a lot like posting on different platforms I mean you could you, you, if their timing's not right or you don't market things the right way you, you, your message gets missed and it's hard to missed. go back and exactly. get that energy back for it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. My, um, I had an album that I was going to release on my birthday, uh, just my past birthday in February, codenamed Woogs. Woogs was my childhood nickname. That's what, that's, that's what I went by when me and Angie first met. 
that was my everything. And I was going back to that straying from, not even straying from Pac-Man. Still calling myself Pac-Man, but it was an album I felt for my family, for my friends, and for people who really haven't, like, who haven't tuned in when I do post and embarked on a journey that I just went through. And I felt like this album was just describing it all. But the day I came and came to release it, something just said, don't do it. Don't do it right now. Really? It's not, it's not time. I got the cover art ready. I got everything ready to be distributed. And then it's like, nope, don't do it yet. Don't do it. Just wait. Just a, just a little bit. Just put in a little bit more work and then and release it later. I don't, I don't know why. What told me? I just had a gut feeling. I said, don't do it. You got to always go with your gut feeling on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's it. That's, but other than that, um, before I left Phoenix, I, I had a battle. That was funny. That was very funny. <laughs> that was very funny. Oh, uh, yeah. I battled, yeah, I battled this, um, this older guy named Swerve360. He's, um, he was a known DJ out there in Phoenix. I seen him battle one of my, one of my friends out there that I do music with and he beat him. He beat him because my friend didn't prepare at all. Like he was doing all the trolling on internet and he did his part on there and he didn't, he didn't do his homework. Like, yeah, that's the same face I was making. Like for real, real. All right. I'm still your friend though. So I'm still, <laughs> it's all right. I'll get him. I'll get him. And then after, after he battled, I went up to the dude. I'm like, look, I don't know who I got to battle to get to you, but you're trash. You're trash. <laughs> like, you suck. You suck. Like, and he's like, yeah, all right, whatever, whatever. And my friend, he went to, he battled the next main event that came up. And I kind of like just bullied my way on that card. I just, all right, well, this is my time. This is my timing. So I just called him out on the post. Like, look, we got this card coming up in Phoenix. You can hop on it, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that one. That went bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> short, long story short, that went real bad for him. Yeah, that went bad. You can find that on YouTube as well. Swerve 360 versus Pac-Man, Rise of the Phoenix. Um, yeah, that, that went bad for him. So yes. Swerve 360 is your name, right? Yep. He's actually from Virginia. Okay. Well, really? Yeah. So that was your last battle? Yep, that was, that was my last one. Nice. I had a uh, yeah, I had another one actually. Um, cause before um, to end my battle, it was this dude talking. The dude that my guy was that my homie was battling that night, and he's he was doing too much talking. And I'm like, look, bro, you suck too. Y'all suck. Like, stop playing with me. Like, y'all suck, bro. Like, I do this like in real life. Like, I don't do this in my spare time. This isn't a hobby. Like, this is my day job. Like. You know that look you give somebody when they challenge you on your favorite game? Like, oh, yeah, you want to play that? Well, come on, we can play. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We lost you for a second. Where's your bag? Um, oh, yeah, so, my phone cut. So what is your plan now? What's the next step? The next step is um, just planting, planting my feet back in West Virginia. Because, you know, I was just out here. A lot of uh, people knew me for – just skateboarding, you know, um, Nyack or my, my dad's clothing line and stuff. So I really just want to plant my – get some roots embedded out here in West Virginia and just see what the what the music scene can can be like. Because I was recording at a West Virginia University when I was um, back in – what was that, 2014? I would go uh -huh. to their uh, – yeah, I would go to their uh, local studio. 
and I was uh, doing tracks out there with a, with a couple of friends I had. But yeah, just building the studio back up, getting some more visuals done because I, I I miss all of this green area. I was so sick of being in the desert. It was yeah. Really? So yeah. are you gonna are you gonna be in Charleston, or you said you're going to Bluefield? I, I'm gonna live in Bluefield, but um, I'm I'm traveling. I'm still gonna handle Vegas with a long swoon. Still gonna handle Phoenix. I'm just I'm coming here more or less to just set my family down. You feel me? So I know they're good, and while I can travel around and do what I have to do, because I were right now I'm trying to. I really want to get on. Uh, I don't know if you heard the TV show on Netflix, Rhythm and Flow. No, I have not. It's a it's a music show with uh, Cardi B, Chance the Rapper. They're basically it's like uh, the Voice. Oh, I did oh. see that. Yeah, I did. I did see the advertisement for that. I have yep. to check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, my my friend that I used to street perform with uh, out in Vegas, he got on that show, King Vibe. If you ever watch that show, go look him up. Um, we actually have some music coming out too. He just hit me up just recently and uh, said that we needed to do some songs together, which I'm glad because we did so much street music and performed so many times on the street, and we never really took the time to go um to actually just go sit down in the studio because we're always set on I'm going outside, I'm going outside to perform, I'm going outside to go perform. That's awesome. You guys probably got crazy chemistry though. You spent no, all that time together. Man, it was me. It was a. Um, a group called Grammy Boys. It was me and a singer. Oh my goodness! Oh my, that that guy. It got to the point he taught me how to harmonize slash sing, and I and I perfected his his bars, his craftsmanship is, and it it was it was oh my goodness that was that man like music wise we we have on some crazy chemistry like he he can guess my next in my next couple sentences and got to a to a certain part like that's awesome it's great to find somebody like that it is that, that's awesome well we're glad you're back in west virginia at least in the state when you're in charleston you need to we come visit us we'll do a podcast live and you can no, rap definitely. Rap. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. No, definitely. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not at the house. Um, we didn't expect to be in Charleston this long, but I'll have some better lighting next time. Like you said, if next time I come to Charleston, we can do an actual live podcast. And I can, we can do a slight show. Yeah. That's they, what I was going to say. Freestyle. Everybody's man. asking, like, make him rap some rap. But I'm like, he's in the car. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that, that would be a oh, good time. We, we, no, that would, that would be fun. We can go off any topic. Anything we can we can definitely get them. That'd be awesome. Do you have a do you have a TikTok by the way? A TikTok? No, I don't. I need to get all my A game like busy, smooth. Yes, you need to get on that. I think we we're losing you a little bit. If he's going to Bluefield, we're definitely going to lose him the, eventually for a minute. If you're in the mountains of West Virginia, you're definitely going to have a probably bad signal. Are we still there? I don't. I don't know. Right now, he's frozen. He's driving. He might be gone from Charleston to Bluefield. If you've ever been to West Virginia, you already know that the mountains can cause a problem. But that's okay. If we if we've lost him, I think we shut it down at a good spot. He's going to come in when he's in town, uh, maybe again. We'll have to yeah, see when he's in Charleston. We'll, we'll see when he's in Charleston. 
and he can come here live to our house. And he said he'll do a little, little show for us. He was in the car um, in and out of signal, so it was going to be hard for him to do a little rap for you. But that was Pac-Man, not to be mistaken for another one, but it's P-X-C-M-X-N. So the X's replaced the A's, which is pretty clever. So we're glad we had him on finally. We've known him for a while. We've been wanting to get in here for a while. And we were able to grab him as he was traveling. But uh, he'll be at least in our state. So we'll be able to get him here live, hopefully yeah, here. we'll get here, him off. Maybe this summer. That'd be great. That'd be so much fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be fun. Nate would love it. Oh, Nate if he's in here rapping for us, Nate would love it. Yeah. So anyway, that was a good podcast. It was a guest. We kind of lost him prematurely, but that's okay. It happens when you're driving in the mountains of West Virginia. Peace out.